have 300 years of military experience. So... <laughs> Like, hey, you're level three. You got 300 years of military experience. You're an elf. That's not the what that story thing. is. Welcome, the everybody, to episode seven. seven. Think it does matter, and it doesn't matter. It's not like, episode like, seven. This is episode ten. I was trying to talk, and you guys keep talking, so it just kind of threw me off because I want to have this conversation like recorded for forever because this is something we can talk about, but it's actually not something that I want to talk about right now. So this is episode 10 of the Shut Up and Be Spawn podcast, the podcast where we talk about whatever Steve wants, apparently, and there's been a lot of stuff going on because we haven't recorded in a while. Mike was sick last time, so Devin and I just jumped on Divinity Original Sin because you know what? turns out that's a super fun game, even though it came out in 2017. Um, we still yeah. had a really good time playing that game, and I think we finally beat the first act, which took us, <laughs> it took half- us almost a month. <laughs> and granted, we're only playing it an hour at a time, but I've a- I've actually yeah. had a lot of time to think about that, Devin. That like currently, since we consume so much media, like we know like all the podcasters, we know what they're playing, all the major websites. Sometimes it feels like people play games way faster than a normal person, right? Yeah. Week to week. They're just burning through content. And and they have to because they have to cover it. So sometimes you're like, man, I can't keep up. Everyone else is talking about this game. I haven't even gotten to it. So I'm not going to be in that little zeitgeist or being able to talk about it around the water cooler with people. And sometimes you feel like you missed out. And that's that FOMO, right? I don't know, Mike, if you get this at all with video games, if you feel like, oh, man, if I had, if I didn't play Control right when it released, everyone's moved on, and now they're talking about the next big thing. Everyone's talking about Jedi Fallen Order. And for me, like, it's nice to step back and be able to say, I'm just going to play this game at my pace because I don't care if no one else is talking about it. It doesn't make the game any more fun if no one's talking about it. I think, you know, for me, that's one of the reasons why I schedule my game time. Not that it's like, oh, I need to be playing this game because other people are playing it, but because there's so many games that I want to play, I have to basically create a strict schedule where, okay, I can only play this game on these days for this amount of time because I can just get sucked into one game and then never play any of the other games that I want to and then just go into backlog and then I just never get to them because the backlog just keeps getting more and more because you know i have game pass uh you know and all these things where you just they just continue to give me more and more games you know when you subscribe to these services and it's just like god i don't have time to get to them unless i make that time and so i have to force myself to be like okay i really want to play this game but i can only play it in small chunks and i think it's actually even better for me because sometimes when you're just playing a game for a lot like I get I can get burnt out on it really easy you know I, I think that my time of you know playing just Halo or, or just Destiny you know those kind of things or even just Anthem you know uh, always I always get burnt out and it's it's not makes healthy. it not fun to play those games anymore <laughs> it's not healthy I mean that's all you play I mean you're having a good time while you're playing it but then eventually it's just like oh, I'm playing it because I have to play it Instead of, okay, I'm, I'm getting bite-sized chunks and I'm enjoying it, and now I'm going to go play this other game that I'm enjoying. And so when I can come back to this other game, it's it's more enjoyable for me. So, And, and I think that's one of the things that, because I do consume so many podcasts, like I'll listen to Game Informer, listen to What's Good Games, I'll listen to The Min Max Show, listen to Giant Bomb. Like, all these people have, like, teams of people that are playing all these games. So it's not just one person that's like, hey, I played 18 yeah. games. It's like, hey, let's bring on this person that focused on this game. And sometimes you do feel like, well, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm missing out. So it's nice to kind of step back and play a game from 2017 that is a fantastic game. Um, yeah. I mean, it won Game of the Year awards for, like, best PC game back in 2017. And you know what? That game is still good. It doesn't make it less good, even though that we're getting to it like two years late. And I don't know if you've ever had that, Mike. I don't, I don't feel like you f- have FOMO over video games like I do. So I, so I did with Destiny when, when we first got into that. There was definitely... And that's Devin's fault, right? Um, Devin was playing all the time and you had to keep up with... So that's like serious FOMO, but it's more but, like but fear I... of missing Devin. That's fine. No, I I don't think it was I don't think it was fear of missing out. I think it was maybe a little bit of competitive nature on my part 
and, and then keep up and or, or like falling falling too behind. Not that I mean, I mean, because at that point, again, my gaming history that was my first taste into games. Devin was moving along at his at his clip, and I was keeping up as far as I could. If that makes any sense, because I was, you know, just cutting my teeth on it. Um, and then with with trying to get raid ready, that was a big thing, and making sure you had everything that you needed to be raid ready. So I, I definitely felt a team dynamic there, where I didn't want to let my team down. So I had to, so I had to stay up that way. But then also, I got super addicted to that game, and I actually genuinely wanted to play all day every day yeah and, and he played a lot of that game. i did i did and, and you know what and i got to thinking about it be, because i'm contrasting destiny time then versus my gaming time now with destiny i would come home from school and i would turn on the game and, and my wife would look at me and go what are you doing and i said well i just have to get these daily bounties they're a time thing i have to get them now or I won't be able to get them, okay? And so, and so, seriously, Destiny would be on from the time I got home from school about four o'clock to about you know one or two in the morning seriously? for a pretty yeah. mm-hmm, for a pretty good chunk of time, and and I was playing for that much time. I remember, I, I think I had I think I had a reticle burned into my iris. Because I was looking down it so much. If you look at the amount of time on Xbox that he played that game, like I would log in, I was like, "Man, he's on Destiny again." Nope, he's still on Destiny. He's. I'm like looking on my phone. Hey, he's playing Destiny. He's playing Destiny. And and it wasn't just like it was on in the background. You know, like you turn it on and then turn off the TV or whatever. Like that was actual playtime. See, so yeah, and, and I knew you that that you played a lot because you got like super addicted to that. But I didn't realize like mm-hmm. you like you needed help, and like you weren't asking for it. Like you <laughs> needed like someone to come over and like pull the plug or like take the controller out of your hands. I didn't realize it was that bad. Well, you. and and I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. It was, and I'm gonna use that to to piggyback off of Devin's point where he said that he that he scheduled things. I think that's a super healthy practice. I think it's understanding your limits and knowing what you want to do and saying, I'm, this is something, this is my passion. This is what I'm going to do. Just like a weightlifter would do, just like a runner or, you know, a carpenter, someone who has a hobby. This is what I'm going to do for this amount of time for this purpose. And, and then when that time is up, I'm going to leave it. And I think that's a super healthy way to look at it. And, and I think more people, should take that into their hobbies and schedule them so that they don't become obsessions and addictions and things that you can't control. So, so I, I, I think it's super healthy actually. Yeah, and I mean, really the hardest thing about that is, you know, saying to your friends, All right, okay, I'm, you know, I can't play right now. Or, you know, that's the hardest thing. Cause they're like, Oh, why don't you jump on a play? And I'm like, no, I can't. And it's like, this time is scheduled. And they think that it's funny or whatever, but, it, or they're like, get upset it's like oh i can't play that game right now i I only play that game on these days at this time and so they get upset you know but eventually they get over it and especially like when i play games on pc or i'm playing different type of games you know and i have multiple different groups of people that i play games with that only like to play specific types of games because they're still in still in that you know the one game is what they play all the time and that's what takes over for them and that's the only game they want to play but it's like what you know I'm not playing that one game all the time. There might be occasions where, like, so I started playing Path of Exile, and then I was playing that every day, and I I kind of took that week of this was my scheduled time to play other games, and I kind of put those on the back burner because I was really enjoying that for, like, you know, the week I was doing that. But then at the same time, I was like, okay, well, that's enough now. I need to switch back to my, you know, schedule of these things. So I think it's fine to be able to play, you know, your game when it first comes out or when you first start playing and you want to, commit some of that time but you have to be able to look at it and and be like okay i can't let this take over everything of all my free time because then I'm because then it will to anything yeah because then it will because yeah, then and it so, will and that, and that was something that was always hard for me because my schedule is way different from you guys just because of family stuff like i do most of my gaming in the morning like 
I tried to, like, doing the raids and stuff, that was always, like... Because my wife and I really enjoy watching TV together. Like, that's our thing. Like, we love watching movies, TV, just talking about it. So when it's, like, you know, you get that tag, hey, you jumping on? Hey, you jumping on? We need a six. We need a six. And it's, like, uh... Like, I want to. But then it's, like, you get yep. that conflict. And that's, and that's always hard. And that's why it's, just like, you know, we schedule... Mm-hmm. Like, this... This time on Thursdays when we record is like my scheduled like, hey, this is my time. This is when we do what we want to do. And we fill it with podcasts, which I really enjoy. Sometimes I'm like, man, I could really just be playing some video games right now and finishing that game up. But it's like, well, you know, this is also really fun. So that's why we play in the mornings. And now Devin's like, hey, I want you to beat this RPG game with me that's going to take us 150 hours. And I'm like, well, there goes all my other game time until this thing's done. So, but Well, it, and even then, like, we're we're taking breaks from that where it's like, you know, whatever, it's a holiday break or one of us is out of town. Or, like, you know, next week we're going to start a playthrough of, you know, Halo Reach on Legendary. And so we're going to do that. But I think that's also good for us because at the same time, it's like when we were looking at the, at you know Divinity Original Sin two, it's like okay, we're, if we're we're only playing for four basically four hours a week, and that's going to take us you know till like March or April to finish the game, you know just based on average playthroughs, and really like in the mornings when we first start at like four thirty in the morning, it is the first fifteen twenty minutes are kind of like you know breaking through the fog, and then yeah. you know by the t- by the time that you know, we're at the 45, 50 minute mark. We're actually getting stuff done. And then we're like, well, crap. It's time to know, go to work. <laughs> time to get ready and go to work. <laughs> and, and also, though, like breaking it up into an hour chunks has actually been like super enjoyable to me because I like look forward to it. Like knowing that, mm-hmm. all right, what are we going to get done in this one hour? It's not like, all right, let's sit down and let's just slam it for eight hours straight yeah, so- until we wake up in the morning. Yeah, so Steve, I wanna challenge, right? I wanna um I wanna you know parallel that to like binge watching. And I so so when Netflix first came out and you could get shows at a season at a time, you would binge watch it, you'd be done in a weekend, and then what would you do, right? You'd be like, uh what what do I do? You know? But now with um like you would look forward to Fridays now because of Mandalorian. Yeah. Right? It's not it's not there. We don't have all of season one right now. I, I think again, it's it's probably that dopamine hanging the carrot out in front kind of thing, where you're just kind of like, okay, now I can build this up over the week. So, I, I, I think I think a lot of studios are getting back to that and understanding how beneficial the yeah. one episode well, it keeps you coming back, it, right? Absolutely, just hitting it hard for a couple of days, and then because mm-hmm. it, that's also people are like, oh well, I can subscribe for a month and then unsubscribe. Exactly. You know, so it's like, well, if we want to keep them here and keep getting their money, we have to mm. spread it out over time. But I think it's also good in the other way because sometimes when you're like, oh, you feel reminiscent, you want to watch that old show you really like. So you're like, all right, I'm just going to burn through. You know, I'm just sitting at home. I'm sick or something else. So I'm going to watch uh, whatever Friends or whatever you watch. Right. You know, and you're like, well, oh, okay, well, I, I can... burn through this. And then I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch anymore. I've watched like two or three seasons today. Well, I, I can never watch anymore. <laughs> so, so I can understand old shows that are completed. Yeah. But for example, um, I finished High Castle, the fourth season of Man in the High Castle, in two days. That's a lot. I watched those are long episodes. I, I watched seven episodes the first the first day. No, I watched six episodes the first day and four episodes the second day. So, like. Like and I burned through it and I and I know the story I know what happened but I don't know the specifics like I know other shows where where it was once a week so I think it's I think it's pros and cons to both. Yeah, Devin, um, are, Devin, are you watching Men in the High Castle? I uh, know. So I watched a little bit of the first season when it really when it originally came out, but I haven't seen any of it since. Right, do you so. plan on watching it? Because I'm about to spoil all of season four of Men in the High um, Castle. No, like I don't have any plans to watch. I, I think, oh man, but I think you should. Before so, Stephen does this, my disclaimer is that I think I mean, it's, there's uh, a lot of shows that you guys say I should watch. Then I'm like, I'm not really, not really into that show. Yeah, well, and, this and, and that's fine. But this, this one's this one's cool though. It, it's a um, thinker. I mean, so, it's cool, but like that first season kind of turned me. I don't know. I was just like, I don't really want to watch this. 
it gets kind of tough to to get used to all the costuming and and everything that's going on and everything There's you see a lot on the screen, of swastikas. But... There's swastikas everywhere in that show, right? <laughs> everywhere. Swastikas sometimes everywhere. I'm just like, I don't really want to consume this content, and, and that's fine <laughs> because sometimes it's just hard to watch that kind of thing, right? And if you don't. Yeah. Like, if you're not having fun, then I suggest you turn it off and because there's lots of stuff yeah. out there that you can be watching. But I'm going to spoil it. And, and I guess this I'll, – I'll ask this question first because this, this is something that I was thinking about a lot today. So I, I know you guys don't mind watching trailers. I am completely off. I'm not watching any trailers for movies I plan on watching. Not interested. I just want to go in blind, see everything, experience everything first time. Um, however, I listen to people spoil on podcast movies – and then I still go watch those movies, and I still enjoy them, regardless of being spoiled. I think because visually I haven't seen it, so even though someone tells me something happens, they're like, oh, this really cool thing happens, I'm still excited to see it visually. So that spoiler doesn't ruin my enjoyment of, of something. I don't know if that's are you are you Are you getting around to saying that I'm going to go ahead and spoil this for you, but no, you're going to like it? because I'm going to spoil it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because there have been tests done, that, like studies done, that if you have something spoiled to you, it doesn't ruin the enjoyment of that thing. People still enjoy it. Sometimes it even shows that they enjoy it more because they want to see how it made it to that point, right? They know the twist, and so they want to see how you get there. So anyway, Man in the High Castle Season 4, like, spoilers, if you don't want to listen to this, like, I'll give you five-minute marks. Like, come back in five minutes, and we should be done. If we're not done in five minutes... Mike, you set me a five-minute timer. I'll set. I'll set a five-minute timer here. Okay, you set a five-minute timer. Okay, your timer is set for five. Minutes. My timer is set. You don't for five say minutes. please. Thanks, Siri. Um, there you go. That's better. So Devin's leaving. He's gonna go because he doesn't want to be spoiled. Mike, that did he season, just leave? He's gonna go get a drink. Steve, season four Steve, was let me, awful. Let me go ahead and get there. Let me go ahead and get there before you do. Okay, please do. Before you do. Season four of Man in the High Castle, a show which I really, really enjoyed, sucked. I can't believe that they they I dropped think, the ball I think, so hard. I think the Thrones showrunner and the Man in the High Castle showrunner went to film school together, and they both um, ditched on the final class how to end your show because they didn't. They don't know how. They were out with Stephen it was, King. They must have been, because it was terrible. Like, I can't believe it how bad it actually was. Like, there was no resolution. There was no, like, our main character, like, Juliana Crane was hardly in this show in the last season at all. And she's she supposed didn't to be, like, the eyes for us as they went mm-hmm. through that. And it was just so weird. Like, at end of season three, I thought we were supposed to be, like, excited that John Smith was like actually having some humanity and was going to become a hero mm-hmm. that we all wanted and, and to. We, yep. And then we killed yep. off um, all the other bad guys at the end of season three. So we're like, um, well, but so then, but then we happening? killed off, but then we killed off the interesting characters of Tagomi, and, and then Frank was killed at the end of season three, and there yeah. wasn't, and then bad accent. I uh Iris guy came in <laughs> who was And he he became the the main um I guess not the, the main, main protagonist boyfriend? but No cuz he was just the boyfriend of the protagonist and then I I don't know but, what but they Juliana were doing wasn't and even why the protagonist anymore. She was the side yeah. character. Season 4 focused on John Smith which made you think a la Game of Thrones Daenerys that there was going to be like a really nice ending Things are going to work out, but then it didn't, and he was still going to make concentration camps and, you know, go all Nazi on everybody, and you're like, wait a second, what what, what happened here? Yeah, it was really weird. It <laughs> was bad. So, Devin, we don't recommend watching that, so we're, we're done spoiling Man in the High, high Castle, because I don't know what else <clears throat> okay. there is to say about it, other than... It, it, was, like, it was bad. Like, if you're going to watch been, it... Like, watch seasons one, two, and three, and then just make up your own ending. Because, because that'll because be better than what... Because that's what they want you to do. Because the actual ending of the show, because I did some reading online because I needed to figure out what you exactly happened here. I did. I know how to read. But the showrunners are saying, so they left the ending ambiguous so that you could fill in the blanks as you wanted to. And I thought to myself... Well then, give me the money for running the show. You just for having to write it money. myself. 
It's like, like doing self checkout. It's like, why don't I get an employee discount when I'm doing the work? Yeah. Wow. Like, like what is happening here? So, anyway, so Man in the High oh, Castle. That's boring. Devin, and, you had to and it had so much potential. I, I I wanted it to be a good show because of how cool the premise was and how different it was, but it wasn't. So. Yeah. So I wanted to give an update on my Apple Arcade subscription. I canceled it. Because other than a couple fun what? games that there were, it's like, yeah, I think I'm done with these. I could have just paid $5 for one of those games. But it's like, um, okay, I guess that's all that there. I, and I think it comes down to, Devin, is that I just don't like playing games on my phone. Like, mobile games yeah. are not fun for me. Like, um, What the Golf was kind of fun for a little bit. The Pilgrims game I played was a lot of fun. But other than that, it's like... I don't play that many games on my phone to make it worth it, so I'm just going to cancel the subscription, and I'll send that $5 a month somewhere else to something else that I'm going to do. Go support some content <laughs> and, creators. And update over. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I did the same thing. It wasn't really worth playing. Like my kids enjoyed playing some of those games, but, I mean, they would just go in and download every game on there, or whatever, every kid game, because when I put the, the settings on there, and... Um, they're like, oh, we don't have any storage for anything. I'm like, what? What the crap? Why is there all these games? <laughs> You're not even playing yeah, they don't even know. Games. They're not even playing them. They're just like, oh, this is cool. Let me try it. And then they're like, oh, I can't play this. It's so frustrating. Um, it's the same way, you know. And that's what it's also weird, you know, because I got into like the Project X Cloud uh, beta or preview or whatever it's in now, and you know, I actually ordered a Samsung tablet because it only works on Android right now. So I ordered like a cheap. It's like $40 right. for this tablet because you just need like Android 6.0 or better and, you know, a Bluetooth controller to play it. Yeah, you just need so, a screen. That's it. Yeah. And so I was like, well, okay, I got like an 8-inch screen or whatever, Android tablet looking thing. And it's like, I won't I won't use that for anything else, you know, besides uh, testing this out. And so um, I was like, well, is this going to be something that's of value? Like once it comes to iOS, am I going to want to – play xcloud on my phone and this week like i didn't when i was out of town i was like well you know this is kind of where xcloud could come in handy where you know i don't have a gaming laptop you know i didn't want to take an xbox or something i mean yeah not yet i mean (laughs) honestly this week really made me think about getting a gaming laptop (laughs) um and based upon my you know planned travel for the next year for work i was like uh I should probably get a gaming laptop. <laughs> but, nice. Because, um, I mean, it, when you're just sitting there at the hotel and you're doing nothing but, you know, watching whatever's on TV or, you know, like I was reading books on my phone, which is fine. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, you know, I don't really like reading on my phone. I would rather get a Kindle um, just because staring at my phone screen, you know, for two or three hours hurts my eyeballs. Right. <laughs> From reading and just, okay. But. Um, I was like, oh, this will be interesting for me for xCloud. But I think the huge difference between, you know, xCloud and or playing games on my phone, like fo- games, you know, meant for playing on your phone just aren't fun. Kind of like what you're saying. They're, they're just there to waste your time or mm-hmm. something you can spend time on. Right. Uh, you got you're like, you know, Mike was saying with before with an app, you know, for Anthem, it's like you got time to burn. Let me do something on my phone. You know, I have like. The only game I've kept on my phone for a really long time is Phase 10 because it's a card game and you can play it offline. Right, and right. it's like, okay, I got some time to burn. I'm sitting here in the airport or I'm actually on the plane or whatever, and I can play this. But So I thought about, well, maybe you know, xCloud will help with that in the future um, you know, for playing games. But at the same time, it's still, will that be enough to give me the full experience by just you know playing on his phone? Uh, on that so small of screen, is that going to make a difference? So that's interesting for me to figure out. Um, you know, something I want to test, and you know, then uh, again, it also goes with what kind of connection you have and those kind of things. And when you're at a big hotel, usually the internet sucks. So most of the time, yeah. it sucks really bad. And again, it's like you're still playing on a tiny screen. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. it, well, is, I mean, is it more worth it to buy a Switch and just play a game on the Switch than try to say, hey? I want to play, you know, Halo uh, through xCloud, through an internet connection, and where's my controller, where's my connection to, so I can hook it up. I mean, there's just a lot of pieces to it. I just get a gaming laptop instead, because I can play that on my laptop. 
But, you know, for me, like, I really hate the Switch. Um, because I don't want to play on a small screen. Right. right? And your phone's and small. So, your phone screen's smaller than a Switch screen, so... Yeah, but at the same time, I want to play Nintendo games. But I, w- I wish they would just give us a Switch without the Switch. Right? Like, give me the box so I can play your games... And take have take a little box with me, and take two two cords and a controller, you know, power cord and a HDMI cord to cable to connect, and I would 100% take that with me whenever I traveled, and I would play Nintendo games on whatever ghetto TV is in my hotel room, um, <laughs> because I I want to play Nintendo games, but I hate playing on the Switch. I hate playing with their Joy Cons because they're little tiny controllers, and they're made really cheap and they're crappy, and I just don't like playing with them, and I don't like being forced to have to use those. Like my kids over Thanksgiving, we bought a Mario Party, whatever the new Mario Party is. Mario Party Twelve. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, and they were expecting it because they really on like the Wii U. They played a lot of Mario Party, and but they would just play with the controllers and do all the stuff, and so they were expecting it to be exactly the same. But it's completely different where you have to use the Joy Cons. It only works with Joy Cons. Oh. And, like, it doesn't say that anywhere, like, when you buy the game, that it works. I didn't see it anywhere. It's where it only works with Joy-Cons. So, like, when I bought it, and then, like, my five-year-old is, like, trying to play stuff with Joy-Cons and, like, getting super frustrated because he can't do whatever the exact motion is that they want to do. And so it's like, oh, well, that was a waste of money. But I don't know. So it's frustrating when they pigeonhole you into, like, I have to use the motion control because I thought we got past that. But Nope. Nintendo will never get past making you use a gimmick. That's just not what Nintendo does. Nintendo would lo- super- Nintendo loves to make you use gimmicks. So that's their that, thing. And they, they can never put anything on sale even though their hardware is cheaper, uh, you know, less powerful and everything than an Xbox One. It's got you know, that Nintendo... It still costs you $300 where you could buy an Xbox One S for 150 bucks over Black Friday. A Nintendo Switch with a three or four year old Mario Kart 8 still $300. They're really no. proud of their hardware, and that's <laughs> that they'll never get good for them, right? That. So I, I guess I mean it, it's super frustrating that they never discount that stuff. Like I would like to buy a Switch Lite, but then I'm like, I'm not going to play any games on it. Like I, if if there was one game I would have bought a Switch Lite for, it was The Legend of Zelda: um, Link's Awakening, because that's like grew up with that game, it's ingrained in my head, everything. But then I'm like, but if it's just going to be that same game, except it looks cuter. It's like, do I really need it? And the answer was no. So, anyway. So, one thing I did want to talk to you guys about, because I need to get your hot takes on this, because everyone's talking about Baby Yoda, right? I mean, we can spoil this, because the the entire (laughs) world has seen The Mandalorian. So, if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, I mean... Where the heck have you been? What what have you been doing? doing? Like maybe they don't subscribe to you know Disney Plus. It, it's true, and some people might not. So I'm sorry. So we're gonna spoil the Mandalorian. We're gonna probably talk about. It. I'll give you a five minute warning, and then I'll give more warnings if we go over five minutes. How about that? That way we'll just be fair. So starting now, we're gonna spoil Mandalorian. <laughs> Set a timer for five minutes, please, Siri. Oh man. Okay, so five minutes. So first of all, those stupid gifts of Baby Yoda turning on music in the Razorback <laughs> are hilarious. What are you about? They're <laughs> like they're the dumbest thing, and I laugh at every single one of them because I know I know what the stupid joke is, but it still cracks me up, man. I don't know why I think that's hilarious, but it is so dang that. funny. I saw the Bohemian Rhapsody one. That one was pretty funny. That one's funny. There was one where they were listening to um, some hardcore (laughs) hip-hop that made me laugh. Like, the John Denver one was hilarious. Like, they're they're all funny. None of them are not funny. Like, Toto's Africa cracked me up. Like, like props to whoever, like, who's like, hey, that's what this looks like. Because, you know, and and I was thinking about it. It's like, I think every dad, every mom has, like, gone through that. Like, stop touching the buttons. Just stop it. And then he picks him up and puts little baby Yoda in his lap. And it's like, I mean, oh I, man! if baby Yoda did not look as good as baby Yoda did, would the show be as popular? Oh, of course not. What if it was a baby Wookiee? Would it be the same? No. No. What I, don't think, baby, I mean, what's a baby Wookiee look like in Ewok, right? So probably where you know, the Mandalorian and the, uh, you know, Excitement for Star Wars definitely propelled 
Jedi Fallen Order, which is what we'll talk about here in a little bit. But um, yeah, I think you know right now the Mandalorian is making popular and it's fun to watch. It's got all the memes all the time. Every single week, there's new memes from the show, new little gifts and everything else is going on so fast. Like, do do you think that they're like planned? That like the writers are like, I mean, we're gonna make this gift. How do we put it in the show? (laughs) They're not that good. No, like the ah! internet. The internet is just so fast, and they iterate so quickly on everything. So you know, normally it's like I, I watch Mandalorian at night with Aaron when we're getting ready to go to bed. So it's usually late. By that time, the whole world has seen it. It seems like because everyone like wakes up at midnight and like, hey, we're watching Mandalorian, so we can be first on the gift train, first on the meme train. Because it seems like that morning, it's just like there's brand new gifts ready to go. See what sticks, throw spaghetti at the wall, and see what noodles are done right. So it's just, I mean, it happens so fast that it's just that's that's what the internet does. Like even though no one ever gets any credit for making these awesome memes because no one knows who was the first person except that person, it's like people put a lot of work into them and I enjoy them and they make me laugh all day. But like Mandalorian is like the first show in a really long time that's like made me want to make something. Like so I started making a bunch of Mandalorian helmets for me and the kids because I want to just have one because it's cool. So I made four Mandalorian helmets over Thanksgiving weekend. Now I've got to get them all painted, get them all sanded, just because it's cool and it's fun and it's something I get to do with my boys. So for that, it's like, I don't know if I've, like, Anthem is the only other thing that I've been like, I need to make you something after so you seeing didn't, this. You didn't um, knit swastikas during Man in the High Castle? I did. I thought better of it. So I burned yeah. those. Like, eh, maybe this is not the best use of my time is knitting. So... Watching the Mandalorian is actually, and then you were posting your pictures like, oh, that's cool. Let me look online, and they have there's all these cool channels that make you know props and content and stuff like that, and just being able to watch those videos or because I enjoy watching that content. Like I, I enjoy watching a lot of uh, blacksmith YouTube channels, yeah. which is I don't know, it's really weird. Um, no, that's actually pretty cool. That actually and, makes me like you more. <laughs> but so it's like oh, watching them make this content and it's really amazing how they go through and make all this stuff and they're super dedicated and they're really smart. And it's like, Oh wow. There's like 50 minute videos on making or, you know, this is how they made a foam sword or doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay, that, I guess it is. I could maybe do this if I really wanted to. And, <laughs> and it's cool. I mean, this, that stuff is really fun to watch them do. And it's fun that shows can spawn that, you know, and kind of make it mainstream. Yeah. yeah. And and I really like it because it's like it's a visceral feeling like watching someone build something like start to finish and be like, yeah, I I could do that if if I if I could try, I could make something like that. And I think mm-hmm. that gives someone the feeling of accomplishment. I certainly did. I mean, I made four of these stupid helmets. Like if I did not own a laser, an industrial <laughs> laser, I would have only made one. But because like the cutting, that's like the hard part. It's like I can just zip that out and like no problems. Like, oh, I can make four of these. I can make one of each for my kids. And that's been a lot of fun. Like the real secret was is like, all right, I'm going to mess up on all the first three until I really figure out how to do it. And then I'll make mine. So I was like, these and are that one will practice, be mine. But these fit you guys conveniently. So, I mean, it's fun. Like Bill Duran, Punish Props is super interesting to, to watch his content. And he's a creator. And like you said, Devin, it's fun to watch people make stuff. Like you get to see, mm-hmm. I made this rock into this giant car. It's like, it's just cool to watch. And it's exciting yeah. for me. So, so the Mandalorian's awesome. I'm going to finish my helmet. I'm probably, and, and this was my thought. Because I was like, I wonder if they allow cosplay at EA Play. Because if I can make a full Mandalorian like suit and like cosplay at EA Play, that would be pretty cool. That would be so, cool. And then also, I'm like, why do they not? Because that would fit. Why do they not? Why, you, you could why don't they have a Mandalorian video game? Um, because um, the whole mission and bounty system is just perfectly fit for, you know, like, okay, you can customize your, your Mandalorian, you know, as a bounty hunter. You can go out, you can upgrade your armor, you can upgrade your weapons, your ship, everything your else, you know, Yoda's. as you're going, and you can make <laughs> good, you know, you can make choices as you're going, and they can have all kinds of different bounties and everything else. And you can even compete against other players for specific bounties. You can work with players to get bounties. You know, there's so much they could do with that. I was like, oh, 
this is just it's like making itself you know why i don't understand why they don't have this i mean how quickly do you think respawn got that call like when the first episode aired and they're like yo respawn i heard you make video games yeah. did you see this show? Good star wars video game you should make and vance and pella was like what I mean, they. I mean, they have like the core built, right? They already have everything built for Jedi Fallen Order, and they're just like, dude, you stick a helmet on Cal Kestis, he's no longer a milk toast, you know, Whitey McWhite boy. Now he's like, well, and McCool if you have man. a character where you never take the helmet off, it's so much easier. I mean, you don't have to worry about face animation or any of that stuff. Are you telling me that's you what know? Bungie did with the Chief? Was that the reason he never takes his helmet off? Yeah, same reason why you don't take your helmet off. And talk, you know, in Destiny. So that's true. My robot. Well, my robot never talks. So yeah. So the Mandalorian yeah. is also. I'm I'm super excited to see what uh ne- tomorrow's episode is. Because do we know how many episodes there's going to be in the first in the first season? No. I bet we can find out though. I'll check it out real quick. Because I really do not want this show to end. Because I'm going to be really sad. I mean, I'm, they've been I'm, filming season two for a little while now. A couple months. Yeah, I'm sure it's been. I'm sure it's been picked up for. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just so good. It's so good, so good. It, it is. It it's really so is just so good. And you know, Mike, if it's good, then if it's, it's good. good, it's good. If we learned anything I mean, I didn't, from podcasting, I didn't like uh, whatever her name was in last week's episode, but I, I like agree women. with that. Why not? I you did not like her. I did not. I did not like her character. Oh, I mean, why? She was like the only available MMA fighter. Didn't already have, you know, a, a contract. I mean, well, she's not current MMA fighter anymore. She used to be, but... And so oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she slowly moved into films and stuff. She was in, like, The Expendables and stuff like that, but... Hmm. Um, I, didn't, I didn't care much for her character. It looks, like, it looks like season one has eight episodes, and season two um, only has one, according well, to IMDb. Well, that's because they, but they that's, only know about But that's because it's not updated yet, yeah, so... Yeah. But yeah, Carano, so... Cara Dune... Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, she's I all right. She, yeah, I didn't. I didn't care much for her arc and and what who she was. So, or if she's in, she's on the front poster, so we'll probably see more of her. What didn't you? Um, like I don't know. Right? That, was, that I mean, bounty hunter robot that's dead was on the poster. It's on the poster too. Yeah. TV. I mean, I really like that Ta- bounty hunter. It's like, okay, maybe they'll join forces now. Oh no, never mind. Okay. Well, he was going to kill the baby, and without the baby, we wouldn't have all these awesome memes. So, I'm excited to see more. I, I didn't mind her character. I thought her character was fine. I thought they played it off well. I mean, it was alright, but I just thought there could have been they could have gone gone with somebody. Anybody could have played in that role, but they kind of went with her to be like, oh, okay, she's more like of a. I I don't know. I mean, for like you guys don't didn't know who she was, but no. for a lot of people, I think that would kind of be like, oh, okay, she's like the tough chick. You know, and that's the kind of roles that she plays, and so. Huh. She was but in it didn't matter for you guys. So. She was in Fast and Furious. Yeah, Everyone's she, in Fast like, and Furious. Plays the tough chick like she was fighting, you know, in the Fast and Furious or whatever. That was like oh. a big, big deal or whatever. I mean, it's better than having Ronda Rousey in there, right? I mean, she was Who in the knows? Fast and Furious also. Seriously? Uh, of course she was. Yeah, of they both fought was. in that movie. They fought each other in that movie? Each other? I thought that yeah. movie was I thought that movie was about cars, Devin. It is. <laughs> it's about family, Stephen. Oh yeah, that's right. It's about family. <laughs> core it's values. About fam- it's about core values. Family. family <laughs> Isn't it about time? It about family. <laughs> Alright, so oh, speaking geez. of Star Wars and Jedi Fallen Order, I we're gonna we're gonna spoil Jedi Fallen Order, okay? So I'm gonna set hey, a timer. I haven't finished it yet. I, you I don't haven't have finished, to finish it. so you can't. Okay, we're gonna talk high level about it. So we're not gonna do any spoilers. We're just gonna talk about game mechanics and our overall feelings for it. First of all, I wanna get this out of the way. Every game you play cannot be the best game you have ever played, okay? It just doesn't work <laughs> that true. way. Every game you play cannot be the most fantastic, unbelievable, stellar game. That's just not how games works. There's a scale, okay? So when people come out and start saying that this is the best game that they have ever played, all my red flags go up. Preface this first. Star Wars is a huge property. I think people give this game a ton of points and props just because Star Wars is slapped on the box. 
I tried to go into this game thinking if this game was not Star Wars and it was skinned as something else, would it get as much hype as it is being a Star Wars property? I think no. it would not. Right? Yeah. And we already talked about like because of the Mandalorian, it also gets more hype and props than it kind of deserves. Yeah, Baby Yoda has bled over to every other Star Wars thing. So now, like, Return of the Last Star Wars Jedi, whatever the last title of the movie is that's coming out, Rise of the Skywalker. La- Rise of the Skywalker that, or something. Like, all ships rise uh, with the tide, right? So because yeah. of Baby Yoda, I'm sure way I, more people are going to go watch Star Wars than we I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and back that up because, <laughs> because <laughs> Solo and Rogue One... Pre um, yeah, baby Yoda, those are like afterthoughts now. After, when people are watching the Mandalorian, they're not like, oh yeah, so, I mean they were kind of bad, but they're not that bad anymore. Because no, they're they're, they're the still that bad. So I mean, I'm still for you, but for I'm still really speaking. worried about. I'm still worried about Rise of the Skywalkins of the and, Christopher and that's, Walkins, and that's fine. <laughs> the Rise of the Christopher Walkins. So guys, there's the the Force is like More around Elvis. all of us, and I just can't so. There's a guy over there that we gotta get. That's my Christopher Walken. I'm still workshopping it. It's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. Sometimes when you fly the Millennium Falcon, the robots that actually that actually wasn't too bad. They just don't but like I, each so, other. So I th- I think I think we need to I think we need to separate ourselves, Mandalorian, and I think the but, John Fav- I mean, Favreau. Like I think he. Is just hitting it out of the park consistently. I think Mr. Abrams is still struggling with with the task that he's been given. So How do you know? You haven't even seen the last movie. I'm guessing that it's going to be not the best. I think, I'm guessing it's still going to make over a billion dollars. That is and accurate. People are going to go see it. So, so I, I don't know if but, I mean we're talking about the last Jedi Fallen Order, or whatever. Right. I don't. I don't we're know. Talking if, about if Baby Box Yoda. Office is, yeah. No, that's the, that's the only thing it. that matters, Mike. That's the only thing that matters. The money is the only thing that matters. That's how the world works. That's it how is. Disney works. Yeah. Right? But they I don't think, again, and you guys, I, I don't yeah. think that's an accurate measure of what makes a good movie, That's though. the I only mean, measurement that people see, no. though. No, because you can like spend on a movie. You can spend money on movie that, on a movie it, that you don't like. No, so if if you take a, the best movie that was ever made, fantastic movie that was ever made, hands down, anyone that sees it like this is the best movie that ever that's been ever made, and only a hundred people see that, that movie doesn't even exist because it's made no money. Yeah, but it's like if it's the, the movies that win, you know, picture of the year or whatever at the Oscars. The yeah, the this? movies that no one's ever seen. Yeah, no one's yeah. ever seen those movies. So, like, like the money matters. Like, even if Star Wars, like Rise of the Skywalkers, Skywalker is a terrible movie, billions of people are going to go, not billions of people, but millions Million. of people are going to go watch it, and it's going to be successful. I mean, that's just how, that's how the movies work, right? No, I, I understand that part, but it's still wrong. I mean, <laughs> what, what we're talking about is because some... So many people are hyped for the Mandalorian. This game is also kind of ridden the coattails, and, and people gave some of the things a pass, or were more excited about this than we really think they should be. Right? I mean, there's there's negative things about this game that wouldn't really fly if it, if it wasn't you know a Star Wars game right now in this moment. Like if we do look back at you know Fallen Order a year or two from now, and you're like, oh well. I mean, yeah, that that stuff kind of sucked, you know. And I mean, they did a good job, and they're they're hitting it at the right time. And, and timing is definitely important, you know. I mean, we've learned that with many other games when they're late or delayed, and they're trying to go up against other things. And you know, I don't. Know, I mean, I I believe it's gotten better reviews and been more accepted because of the Mandalorian. And, and I I don't think the game is bad. I'll say that I I'm enjoying it, but there's a lot of things in it that I just don't like about it. I think a lot of the traversal in the game is super repetitive. Like it is, you go back to the same planets multiple times, and there are three things that you do over and over and over again. You swing on ropes, you climb walls. Well, there's there's four things. You swing swing on ropes, 
you climb walls, you slide down slides that are positioned in worlds that make zero sense, and then you wall run. Like, you wall run everywhere. Or you have to move objects that are pushed by fans. And, yeah, and you have to stop fans because there's fans everywhere. But, the like, the wall running, I know that's what Respawn is known for, but it takes me out of the world so much because you, there's never been wall running in Star Wars, right? And it's... Mm. Has I there mean, been, like, in... In episode one, two, or three, have they did? Any, I mean, they did like where they ran really fast. Oh no! Yeah, high and go through things. There's, there's no wall running there. And and the I know thing. it's like it's a respawn thing that they do, but moving around it, it's so boring to me. Just to be like, I guess I have to explore as a Jedi. I guess I have to relearn all these Jedi abilities like force push, force pull, because I forgot them because of the purge. And there's just some story things that it's like I don't really care for the story of Jedi Fallen Order right now because it's not that interesting to me. Like, the crew that you have, that you start out with, they're not interesting characters. Like, I'm sorry, they're just... They're not. Like, I've met a couple interesting characters, but those aren't the people that you spend most of the time with. To the point where it's like, I don't care about this crew. I know, like, building a crew is hard because everyone wants you to care about the crew because that's the people that you become family with. Those are the people that you want to spend time and learn more about. But it's like, I have no desire to do that in this game. Well, when you, you do nothing else with them, right? You always leave them. Oh, we're going to talk to you while you're traveling. Yeah, I mean, you can then, you can go and have conversations go with them. But is it, like, I, I don't like that. I think Cal Kestis is a very milk toast, just blank slate of a character. Like, it could have been anybody else in that role. I mean, we, they could have just let us make a Jedi. Like, give us a character yeah. creator. Like, randomize a character and I go out and play. And it's just... Because right now, it's just like... I'm, I guess I care about this guy. Like, some of it's interesting. But I... And I, and I don't want to... Maybe I'm just not seeing the hype. Like, some of the combat is fun. Like, the controls are kind of frustrating to me. Like, targeting characters is kind of frustrating when there's a bunch of them. But, like, I, I'm, I'm at the last section of the game. So I've seen most of it. I'm going to finish it this weekend. But I just, I guess I don't get the hype. And granted, like, the most of the people I've seen super hyped about it are super Star Wars fans. So, and I and I enjoy Star Wars, but I'm also not, like, a super mega ultra Star Wars fan to where I'm like, oh, it's Star Wars, it's amazing. It just yep. feels, I think I just wanted, expected more from it. Like, I don't think the Dark Souls combat, I don't think it necessarily hurts the game, but I also don't think it, like, makes it something special. So, I don't know. I'm still kind of struggling with my feelings on the game. So Search your feelings. And, and I should, <laughs> no, but it's like, no. I, I cut myself Search off from the force feelings. because it was so hard. Like, the, the, main, villain, the main villain the main villain in the game. Hey, like spoiler the second, alert. The second sister. I mean, she was all over the, the uh, promotions or the promos of the game anyway. She's not there a lot of the time. And she's like one of the more interesting characters. And she's just absent most of the game, which is very odd to me. Like I don't, I don't understand why you introduce a really cool villain and then she's just not there. Because the other villains aren't that interesting. Yeah. So you like I your interesting, you like your villains interesting, huh? I just like, I just like when it's good, it's good, right? You're right. You can't so, argue with that. And everybody know. has different versions of what's good. And I, I'm having really weird, like, um, audio-visual desyncing issues on my PC, which is weird, because my PC should be able to, like, drive the spaceship into outer space. That was a good analogy about my PC. <laughs> Are you saying it's getting late? Are you saying it's Dude, that I time? Could, I, could, I could do this all day, so I don't know. It's like... <laughs> I really want to yeah, like yeah. it, and I'm glad that people are liking it, and I don't want to hate on their like. I don't want to be like, well, you shouldn't like this game, because it's fine if you do. Like, I'm having fun playing it. I guess I'm just not getting, like, the super hype that it's getting, because it's... Let's see, what's the Metacritic score? Where do you guys think the Metacritic score do you, is? Uh, do you think that you're going to get to the point? Like, like, are we at the point now? Are we just so cynical in everything that we do, or just so hypercritical that nothing is going to make it to that point no we fell in love with baby yoda something that shouldn't work at all but everyone's like i, mean, I we, love this we've baby. enjoyed control i would die for um, this baby i mean it's got i'm still having fun playing <laughs> uh you know Jedi fallen order 
I don't, you know, I'm not taking it serious, you know, for anything. It's just like, okay, I'm just going through it. And, you know, when I'm done, I'll be done. It's not like something where I'm going to get super attached to this game where I could be like, oh, let's make a franchise around this character. It's just like, oh, here's a side story. Here's a game that's set in the Star Wars universe, which is good. It's, I mean, it's not great, but it's enjoyable. And, um, which is fine for me. I mean, I would like to see more uh, IPs. Like, I wouldn't mind if there was... It, to me, this is basically like a one-off, offshoot type of game where we're not going to see sequels. Or I, I, don't, I don't think we should see sequels from this game, from this character. Because it's, uh, you know... It's just not built that way for me. I'm I'm guessing because it's EA, they will try to milk it that way and create more. And people, depending on the timing and everything else, will probably eat it up. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know when the next time. Well, when they release season two of the Mandalorian, then they'll be ready. It's like this has to be ready when Mandalorian drops, and there better be a Baby Yoda in it. Like I don't know if the new game will drop, but maybe some DLC for it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it. Could... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm going to keep playing it, and maybe our thoughts will change when, Devin, when you beat it, Mike, if you play it some more, and when I get through it. I think the problem is is just a lot of the stuff is super, is repeated over and over again, like the robot animations for going into boxes and getting the cosmetics and stuff. It's like, you shouldn't be reacting the exact same way on your 50th box that you've opened. Every time, yeah. Every single time. and, And then it's just cosmetics, right? So it's like, you yeah. can go out and find stuff, but it's like, but why? Like, there's, like, yeah. lore things in the world. But I guess I've never been, like, super, like, man, I'm really interested to find out what happens more in the Star Wars universe. Because, like, we've had so many, we've had so many movies. So we have so much bo- so many books. Like, I really enjoyed, like, the Rogue Squadron books. Like, I would love to, like, you can't even fly a spaceship in this game. I haven't flown a Starfighter. <laughs> this isn't Star Wars yet. That's, really that's kind of that's a staple for you, huh? That's your really that's is. your number one measure. And you, you know, know a Star and Wars you know what game, it might be. You better let me fly a starship. The ship does not look cool, and maybe that's why I'm like already down on it in docking <laughs> points because the ship is just not a cool looking ship. You can grow a garden, all right, Stephen. You can, and that's super important. So I don't. We'll play more of it. But anyway, I think. I mean, you guys got anything else, or should we just like log off and play yeah, a match always hey, others... or something? There's always other things you could do or talk about, but I think it's it's probably good enough for this about time. All right. Well, I'm going to go post the show. So until next time, people, I'm going to play this thing, and Mike and Devin will be able to hear this thing, and it'll be awesome. <laughs> Where is it? I think it's here. Nice. I can't find it. <clears throat> That's what she Push said. Push the button. <clears throat> Never. Not even once. <laughs> Yeah, if you're playing it, we can't hear it. Just so you know. What about now? There it is. Yeah, that's good.